The following podcast is sponsored by our own little world daycare and learning center in Alma. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. They've been voted best of the best for 2016, 2017, and currently in two categories for 2018. Best Child Care Center and Best Preschool. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in and listening wherever you are at, wherever you are. Thank you so much. Again, I am your host, Zach, and last Friday night, the Alma Airedales hosted the Valonia Eagles to open up 5A West Conference play. The Airedales were 0-3 after a very stout non-conference season, and like we had been discussing throughout, the non-conference is designed to get your team ready for this phase of the football season, your conference games. Uh, conference games are huge because going into Friday, only four teams are going to be 1-0, and you needed to position yourself to be one of the four teams starting out conference play on the right foot. And it wasn't a matter of if but when Alma was going to be able to put a game together where they were going to be rewarded with a victory. And Alma had a very old-school fashion to them on Friday night. They saw a punishing defense. We saw a stout running game. Alma ended up winning that game 34-16. to They led from start to finish and never looked back. They put it on cruise control and made sure Valonia never had an opportunity to get back into this game. Alma scored on three of their first four possessions to take a 21-0 lead. And the biggest stat of the night is that Alma's defense held Valonia to negative 12 yards combined on their first four possessions. So a lot of three and outs, defense getting penetration, disrupting what Britain was trying to do on the offense. And Alma ran 47 times for 244 yards against the Eagles. So we finally got our running game going. We got it established. Uh, I'm very pleased to see that uh, defense. You could point at just about any player on the field on defense and make a case for them to be the player of the week this week. Uh, and again, that even goes for the offense. Offense had a lot of good things going on for them. And it was just overdue. Uh, the players have been coming in. They've been putting in the time. They've been putting in the work. We've been seeing the improvements week to week throughout the non-conference. And I just hate that with as much effort that you've been putting in and the time investment, not being rewarded with a victory. And again, non-conference is designed to get you ready for conference play. And just to see how much of a well-put-together game the Airedales were able to put on for the fans in attendance on Friday was just great and it was really just overdue i'm very happy to be able to see such a strong performance to start out conference play Uh, it's given me a a lot of good feelings as we move forward and they've got a big game on friday night which we'll touch on here in a little bit going to the uh, farmington cardinals but let me go ahead real quick and kind of give you a recap of what went around on the conference slate um the Farmington Cardinals defeated Clarksville last week, 38-13. to The Greenbrier Panthers defeated, defeated Huntsville, 42-20. to 
and Harrison defeated Moralton 21-9. And then, as we just stated, Alma ended up defeating Valonia 34-16. Now, the most important thing is that Alma currently was able to get a max 13 tiebreaker points for determining any ties that may happen later in the season because this conference is up and down. It's crazy. Uh, Alma is your back-to-back conference champions. They've got a title to defend. They shared that title with four other teams last year. And honestly, I'm selfish, and I know the team's probably selfish, and I'd like for them to uh, own that title outright by the end of the year. So the biggest thing is you just got to take your lunch pail, get to work this week, and really focus on uh, Farmington. Great and good that the defense showed up, had a really strong performance against Valonia. Great and good that the offense showed up, had a great performance against Valonia. Same thing on special teams. But, unfortunately, you have to have a very short-term memory when it comes to football for both the good and the bad. And you've got to put the win against Valonia in the rearview mirror. That game was a success. You did what you needed to do, but now you've got to focus on going 1-0 this week against the Farmington Cardinals, which is not going to be an easy task. But before we dive way too deep down in that rabbit hole, let's go ahead and cue up the audio from Coach Doug Lockridge. Well, first and foremost, Coach, you guys finally got that first elusive win of the 2018 season, and it came at a really big time. It was the first game of the 5A West uh, conference season. Uh, we talked about last week how the non-conference gets us ready for the conference and you guys had a very uh, elusive Bologna team. You guys had to uh, battle the elements. It was uh, just cold and rainy all throughout the ball game. Uh, you guys actually ran the ball very well. Keegan Roseberry finally had a breakout game. It just wasn't a matter if, just when that game was going to happen and it came at a very opportune time for you guys. So what was the uh, atmosphere in the locker room like following the conclusion of that game? You know, it's just a great, great win. Of course, any win is great. But uh, we talked just talked to the kids all week about how they were give, be, being given another chance. They need to take advantage of it. This is a chance for them to, to start off undefeated. You know, right last week, everyone was undefeated in the conference. Everyone had zero conference losses. Um, so we need to be sure we attack that game and, and stay undefeated uh, going into week two of the conference. But uh, our, our the way we practiced last week, you know, showed uh, what happened on Friday night and uh, just the way we played. We were physical. Uh, you could tell at the end of the game that we had played three four-quarter games against 6A and 7A competition and went toe-to-toe with those guys. And uh, you could tell we just gained steam as the as the, as the the night went on. We were able to, on a wet night, able to <clears throat> put in the hands of our offensive line and line up and run it. Our backs and quarterbacks did a great job running. And uh, we threw it about as good as we could in the rain, I thought. But just an overall group effort uh, on all in all three phases of the game. Well, speaking of all three phases of the game, I did want to mention uh, special teams. Uh, special teams had some really good uh, opportunity. Uh, ended up blocking a uh, punt and got it down on the one-yard line. Uh, kind of give us some insight on what special teams saw and uh, the decision to make that execution call. You know, Coach Josh Driscoll's our special teams coordinator, and he saw some things that he liked um, that he thought we'd be able to get some pressure. Uh, we saw a notice that they had had some bad snaps, so we were able to get some get some pressure and get some run-throughs, force Forced some bad snaps, forced some bad kicks, and then get out and ended up playing off with, with us getting the ball at the one on, on one of the plays and, and able to punch it in and get a quick score. So uh, I thought we won that phase of the game as well. Well, and then speaking of uh, phases of the game, a defense especially finally 
showed up very well and very strong in this game against Bologna. We had talked about last week uh, the trouble spots with Bologna bringing in a very high-profile quarterback along with a solid running game. And uh, granted, weather probably played a little bit in the part of the performance issues, but uh, regardless, the defense was able to limit a very potent Bologna offense uh, coming into this game. So what were some of your strategies uh, going up against them? Well, you know, we've seen some really, really good skill guys uh, in our in our non-commerce stretch with the skill guys from Van Buren, the, the tailback and quarterback uh, and slot receiver from Springdale, and then the quarterback and tailback from from Russellville, we so we thought we could match up with our skill guys. Well, uh, you know, I thought that w when we went in, we with the the pace of the game was a little slower than what we had seen the, last, the previous three weeks, and I thought just thought that our guys came out and executed our base stuff. We didn't do anything new, or we didn't do anything different than what we've done. We were able to line up in our in our base <coughs> offense and defense, and and just 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 play normal football, and it come down to just blocking and tackling and doing your job. So I was really proud of the way they executed. Well, and then your offense also uh, deserves uh, kudos. Uh, looks like Coach Gunter called up some really good timely plays as well and was able to finally get the offense to execute very well. And, and a big part of that was Keegan Roseberry. Uh, he was able to get your running game established, and that opened up some major passing lanes. So what were you preaching to the team at halftime being up against uh, the Bologna Eagles? Just preaching to them not to stop, to come out better than we were the first half. You know, don't let them back in it. Uh, you know, they were what we thought a dangerous team offensively that they could score quick and and use some tempo and get back in it. But uh, I just think our physicality overall and that, you know, tributes back to our weight room and, and, and what we do in there and just the way, just our strength and our size, I thought, just kind of overpowered and especially late in the game. Well, and also going into uh, third quarter, uh, we talked about how with the offense we were going to see Valonia do some high percentage routes, a very just quick throw, let the players be able to make a play. And they kept going to one receiver frequently throughout the night. And you guys dialed up a little bit of a tweak in your defensive scheme and was able to pop that player pretty pretty good. Uh, and, and after that, they, they kind of tended to shy away from that play. What were some of the thought processes in uh, – Talk about the ability of having senior leadership on being able to key that up. Well, overall, we you know we always want to make the offense drive the field, not give up the big play. So we were pretty conservative with our coverages, keeping everything underneath and dropping our backers and all. And with them not having a quarterback run game, also helped a bunch too. But um, to have the experience we have on the back end with our senior corners and safeties and able to make those changes, we can flip into several different coverages. We can also uh, flip some of the things that we do on the coverages to switch some things. So and they can do. In the middle of a drive, we can make that communication, and they can do it. so. Having that leadership back there is very, very valuable. When you've got the safeties that we have and the corners that we have, the having the back end like that just makes a very, very big advantage. Whenever you're you're getting dinked and dunked with some things, and able to to throw out something that maybe you haven't done in a little while to be able to say, and they're able to take it and run. So having that experience is just a wealth. Well, following the end of the game, and not only did you guys get a very much needed win, but as previously stated, it was a conference victory. Uh, you guys also maxed out your tiebreaker points at 13. Uh, you guys uh, matched up with uh, Harrison, Clarksville, uh, Farmington, who's going to be the opponent this upcoming Friday. So what were you telling the team following the conclusion of the Valonia game? You know, uh, that they're – 
undefeated like we talked about the second part of the season where they're undefeated right now they're still defending their con their back-to-back -back conference championships uh it's theirs to keep and somebody else's to try to take away from them and just just to be ready to come back to work on monday you know we've got to go one and oh each week and and we went one and oh last week and we're working to go on one and oh this week and you know there's four undefeated teams right now in the conference so that's probably going to be cut in half after this week so do we need to stay on top you know <clears throat> what we've done in the past doesn't matter you know, going in the next week, if, if we're 2-0, and oh, we're exactly where we wanted to be uh, when the season started. Well, and uh, I know that Jenny, John, and the Airedale Nation crew had a very difficult time. There was a lot of really good highlights, a lot of playmakers that helped contribute to the victory on uh, last Friday night. But ultimately, we can only give out this reward to uh, one player. And uh, our AiredaleNation.com uh, Player of the Week, sponsored by the office of uh, Edward Jones and the office of Lyle Newton, was Keegan Roseberry. Uh, again, finally had that breakout game, was able to really help give your offense a shot in the arm that it desperately needed, and especially with inclement weather and being able to hold on to the ball and secure that ball for you guys throughout was crucial. Yeah, the ball security was big, and that, and you know, we do we do wet ball drill every week uh, in in our inside drill on Tuesdays. So you know, that's nothing foreign to them. It's nothing foreign to our centers and our tailbacks and all those guys. Um, you know, his ball security, and also he played a lot of defense last week. He was very valuable on both sides of the ball and on special teams. So overall deserving effort. You know, he's a senior leader. He's a guy that goes hard every play, and you know you're always going to get the most out of that guy. Well, we transition now from the Lone Eagles, and you guys have a, a big game again on Friday night uh, going up to Northwest Arkansas to play the Farmington Cardinals. Uh, the Farmington Cardinals already are a run-heavy team. They're already averaging 191 yards per game. Uh, the running back, uh, Turner, is already averaging 106 yards rushing. And anytime you have a running back in this conference that's already averaging 100 yards rushing, that's a, that's a very big thing. So what are some of your tentative plans right now to be able to limit Turner's opportunities on Friday night? You know, they got the second-leading rusher in the conference. Uh, this group of ninth graders actually played Farmington in the ninth grade and they beat us up there. So uh, Farmington does have some confidence going against us. Uh, we're going to have to make sure our big guys are in. We've got to control the line of scrimmage on defense. We've got to fit our gaps. Our linebackers are going to have to play run heavy first. Uh, they're going to have to beat us throwing the football. So we're going to have to do some things to get as many backers in the box as we can and try to fit down and try to just make some mismatches and uh, just but just play our base defense. Make sure we fit our cutback lanes. Make sure we don't overrun the football. Just play disciplined defense and tackle, tackle, tackle. That's the big thing. Uh, another big road trip, you know, going up on the road to there. We'll, we'll see how we travel. Uh, uh, going, usually our kids travel pretty well. We hope our fans travel well. You know, uh, they, it was a rain game last week. We still had a pretty good crowd, but you know, Farmington's always a good trip. It's right up the interstate. Chance for you to go out and eat in Fayetteville and just come watch a good ball game. All right. Well, you heard it from Coach. If you guys haven't already, make arrangements and plans to uh, drive on up to Northwest Arkansas. It's an easy drive, convenient drive with the interstate. And uh, follow these uh, road dogs because they're going to be uh, road dogs this Friday. Also, the Friday after next. But uh, first and foremost, we got to take care of business uh, Friday night up at Farmington before we can uh, look forward on the schedule. So, Coach, appreciate your time. Thank you. And I really do mean that when I tell Coach, thank you for his time. So if you guys have day-to-day -day interactions with Coach Doug Lockridge, be sure to thank him for being able to, to take time out of his busy schedule and work with my schedule to be able to sit down and make this happen. So if you guys like what we're doing moving forward, definitely tell him thank you for working around 
my schedule and his schedule to find a time where we can come and sit down and talk about the previous game, some of the things that are going on within the locker room, and then what we can expect with the opponent that upcoming Friday. Uh, again, he sat down with us all last season, and I cannot say thank you enough for him taking the time out of his busy schedule to accommodate us to be able to come in and get this uh, audio recorded for you guys. With that being stated, let's transition over to what we can expect this upcoming Friday with a road trip to Farmington. Uh, as I had stated in the interview with Coach Lockridge, the Cardinals are a very run-heavy team. Kind of an eye formation, want to just pound it down your throat. And they're averaging 191 yards per game right now. Uh, Alma's currently averaging about 121 rushing yards per game. And Turner is their big bell cow. Uh, again, he's averaging 106.5 yards per game. He's the second leading rusher in the conference at this point. And total yards per game is also leading the Cardinals at 116. Now, Landon Blair... Keegan Roseberry, they're going to be very critical on getting the offense up and moving again. If we can establish our run game early in that matchup, that is going to alleviate a lot of pressure off of what Landon's going to have to do on Friday night against the Cardinals. As far as our defense, you're going to need Colton Bowerman to continue to step up and continue leading the way on defense. He's averaging just shy of 11 tackles per game. Uh, Car Spinoza's been getting really great penetration and has been getting to the quarterback. He's averaging just over one and a half sacks per game. And overall, Alma's defense is averaging 81 tackles per game compared to uh, Farmington's 48. So the defense is going to be my main focus when I go to watch this game on Friday night. I want to see what schemes are they going to be doing? What zones, man-to-man? -man, what kind of adjustments are the defense going to make against this offense and limiting Turner's abilities to be able to beat them with the ground game? Uh, biggest stat for Alma is that they're averaging four sacks per game. So if they can continue to get penetration and get to the quarterback, that will help alleviate a lot of pressure on the Alma offense and the Alma special teams moving forward throughout that matchup. So as Coach stated, if you have not already made arrangements, please do so. Uh, kickoff's going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. at Farmington High School. It's really going to be a close game in my opinion when you look at the team comparisons and even just the scoring averages it looks like this could be a tight ball game throughout uh, you've got a lot of momentum for both farmington and alma because we've been seeing the improvements from the non-conference week to week to week but not equating to any wins and farmington on the other hand has started out their non-conference and conference play very strong. Uh, they've had a couple strong performances against Prairie Grove and Gravit. Uh, Pea Ridge ended up uh, shutting them out uh, the week before, 42-0 before uh, they ended up playing Clarksville and winning that game 38-13. So what is on the line is an opportunity to go 2-0 in the conference and being able to get some additional tiebreaker points for the victor. So as stated, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna be watching our defense. I really want to make sure and see that the performance that we saw last Friday night against Valonia isn't just a one and done thing. Because 
through this last couple of seasons, defense has been a pretty big focus and a strength for them over the last couple of years. And I just want to see them continue to force those three and outs, get the penetration, disrupt what the quarterback's trying to do in the backfield, get to the running back, and just have that punishing defense that held Valonia to negative 12 yards on the first four possessions of the game. When your defense is able to do that for you, it takes so much pressure off of the offense. And if the offense can get going early and often like they did last week as well, then it's a recipe for another Airedale victory and seeing Alma improve to 2-0 in 5A West Conference play with a big road trip looming the next week at Moralton. So hope to see you guys there. And as always... Go Airedales.